0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast if you want to listen live all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for fantasy sports radio network also if you want to catch this show on video be sure to check out zumo tv channel 719 that's where you can find sports grid's fantasy sports network enjoy the show and thanks so much for listening
1: And listen to me this is the fantasy football best friends forever show start listening to us or suffer the consequences
0: Do, 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 do. Yo. and now, too, welcome your too, too, your too, 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 too,
1: Welcome inside Studio 34. This is the Fantasy BFFs. I am Frank Stamfel. The final countdown is on. It all comes down to this, the Fantasy Football Championship Week. It is week 16 here. We've got a few more things to go over in terms of the waiver wire. I don't know that you're streaming a quarterback at this point. You might need one in a super flex league. Some running back situations. Mike Boone. Is Dalvin Cook going to play? Alexander Madison, Carryon Johnson coming back. Rashad Perryman. Are we really going to do the Rashad Perryman thing in week 16 with our championships on the line? There's a lot to talk about, a lot to go over from last night as well. Greg Sussman will be joining me shortly here on the Fantasy BFFs. Let's start with last night. Drew Brees, huh? Drew Brees, four touchdown passes. It's funny, I actually put out a poll last week and said, if you thought that Drew Brees was going to break the touchdown record in this game, he needed three touchdowns to break the record. I said, if you thought he was going to break the record in the game last night, and he was a top five fantasy quarterback in week 15. Well, he did you one better. He gave you four passing touchdowns, finishes as the QB3 overall in week 15, 29 of 30, just setting multiple records here. I mean, the guy is just... Insane. One of the best that we've seen in this generation of all time, frankly. You know, as long as he's been with the New Orleans Saints and with Sean Payton, the guy has just been utterly ridiculous. Michael Thomas, 12 catches for 128 yards and a touchdown last night. On 12 targets, that type of efficiency out of a wide receiver. Now, mind you, he's not a deep ball threat. He's not the Tyreek Hills of the world, the Stefan Diggs, the high yards per target type wide receivers. But this is a guy who works in the intermediate, does make some plays down the field. For him to catch all 12 of his targets for 128 yards and a touchdown, it seemed like he was going to have an even bigger game. They really kind of took their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter here for the New Orleans Saints. But Michael Thomas, man, just going to be interesting to see where he goes next year in drafts. Uh, obviously should be the wide receiver one taken off the board on pace to shatter the Marvin Harrison record for most receptions in a single season. Uh, Michael Thomas just continuing to get it done. Taysom Hill! Should have listened to Taysom, uh, to Greg Sussman yesterday. He had Taysom Hill scoring a touchdown as one of his favorite bets going into last night. As soon as it happened, I had to text the old Greggy. And of course, I, when I say the old Greggy, I, I do mean... The old Greg, I mean, what is this guy, 40, 50 years old? Taysom Hill scores a touchdown, uh, and I heard on the broadcast, of course, Booger and Tessator talking about, well, they're going to have quite a QB battle once Drew Brees is gone between Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. I think the jury is still kind of out on Taysom Hill as a quarterback. You know, he is that Swiss Army knife where he can line up in the backfield, he can run the ball, he can catch the ball, you know, he can make plays as a quarterback. They do some wildcat things with him. A lot of interesting packages for Taysom Hill. Is he just a legitimate quarterback? I think that still remains to be seen. At least Teddy Bridgewater. You know, we've seen in his career, all he does is cover. Teddy covers. You're going to hear wager talk coming up uh, at 3 p.m. But no, we're talking about the other Teddy covers. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, all he did this year was cover games, win games with the New Orleans Saints. I was skeptical of Bridgewater you know, come uh, filling in for Drew Brees here because he hasn't necessarily put up stats. He doesn't put up big-time stats as a quarterback in today's NFL. But all he does is win games. So it's going to be interesting to see what the New Orleans Saints do. I believe Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent in the offseason. You know, they got a plan for life after Drew Brees. You know, maybe the Saints win the Super Bowl. If we see Drew Brees again next year. That will be uh, an interesting scenario heading into the offseason. As I mentioned, Fantasy BFS here on the Sports Grid TV Network. We're going to get into some waiver wire conversation, quarterback streams, tight end streams, heading into Week 16, defensive streams, running backs and wide receivers. Of course, I'm going to wait for my good buddy Greg Sussman before we get into the waiver wire. Talking about last night's game between the Saints and the Colts, wasn't really a game. Again, final score 34-7. to uh, Speaking of all the, this, uh, this quarterback play between Drew Brees, Teddy Bridgewater, what the Saints are going to do moving forward. Jacoby Brissett, 18 of 34, 165 yards, 4.9 yards per attempt. The Colts just had nothing. They had absolutely nothing in this game. Officially eliminated from playoff contention are the Indianapolis Colts. 6-8 on the season. Jacoby Brissett doesn't look like the quarterback that was playing earlier on this year. I don't know if he's still playing through an injury, whatever it might be. Marlon Mack. Stuck in mud last night. The Saints defense, when they play at home, phenomenal. If you had to use Pascal or T.Y. Hilton or Jack Doyle, I am sorry for you. And with that, I will welcome in Greg Sussman. Greg, I hope you didn't have to start any Colts last night because uh,
0: none of them showed up. Jackie D had a big pass interference call at the end of the game. (laughs) Do you get fantasy points for that? No. but I was talking to someone over the weekend, that was like, you should get fantasy points for that. I'm like, "Mm, should you? Probably not. They didn't catch the ball. Probably not. I had Drew Brees, though. That was fun. Drew Brees? I I was just talking about Drew Brees. You know what really is? I really... I'm just so stupid sometimes. So in the survivor player pool, right? It was was Drew Brees this week. The record, Monday Night Football, home game. It was a lock. You knew he was putting up a monster game. At least three touchdowns. But because I'm an idiot, we always take... Because you want people on Monday Night, you always want to give yourself a shot. We always take the kicker from the Monday Night game. We had (laughs) previously used Will Lutz. So we went with Chase McLaughlin... Oh, why would you do that, Greg? Because I'm an idiot, Frank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if I said that, I would get yelled at.
0: Because why wouldn't I just take like a kicker like do it like I do every other position? Like look at fantasy points against it and everything? Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, just yeah, take a don't... kicker.
1: Well, you did do kicker inside of a dome, which my, makes sense. Correct.
0: I, I always uh, my thought is kicker, Monday night, it's all random anyway. So let me just do it on a Monday night. Even though I knew Drew Brees would go off, I still took a kicker that did nothing. I'm sorry, Greg. Right, it's the final countdown, Greg. Week 16, One more we're week, here. baby. Let's go. Championship week. Let's go. We're here. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. I want to win championship week, Frank. So we c- can you help me do that? I hope so. Let's help with you on the waiver wire. It's so a BFF. Stick around. More on the way right after this. With you, BFFs, I'm Greg, Frank, happy to be here, sorry for being a little late Sorry Greg,
1: there was a rumor in the YouTube chat that you had toilet paper hanging from the side of your pants Can you confirm that I do not? uh, I didn't see any, but if the YouTube chat says it, it must be true It's not
0: true, because I'm looking around the room, there's no toilet paper
1: So at least we know why you were late to the show today, Greg
0: (laughs) I don't think I was in the bathroom
1: Greg, he he ate some old salad dressing for lunch today, (laughs) didn't sit well with him So uh, I
0: had to kick off the show for for old Greggy, I had had a I had a sandwich, had a sandwich today, Frank. I did have a
1: sandwich as well. So I don't know what you're referring to. I'm kind of uh, kind of over sandwiches at this
0: point. Oh. Really? In fact, you want to go to salads? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just it's it's very hard to please me, Greg. You know, it's kind of crazy, Frank. I know we on the waiver wire. Thankfully, like on a big waiver wire, so I feel like I have some time to you know. Experience. I think we
1: should talk strategy as well.
0: We will at this point. But you know, this week is our last full week of the year.
1: Our last, that is correct.
0: I'm uh, uh, pretty excited.
1: Yeah, sure L- you let's are. celebrate. Let's go. Did you notice the song coming back from break, Greg? Champ's here. Oh, all right. I had to make sure. I was like, I don't know if you know this was in Greg Sussman's wheelhouse or not. it was. It's not Dave Matthews' band. Champ's here. I'm pretty sure that's not how you dance to this song, Greg. How do you dance to this song? <laughs> Shibby shake. He's doing a little shoulder <laughs> shake.
0: How would you dance to the song?
1: Honestly, I probably wouldn't dance to it. Maybe a little uh, dice roll? You
0: know the dice roll, huh? <laughs> I don't even
1: know how you dance to this song. But I'm pretty sure it's not the, the, the shoulder shimmy. It's, it's my move, man. It's your move? Shoulder shimmy. I saw a lot of that at your wedding. Did you? A lot of, a lot of
0: shouldering. A lot of jumping. Greg's well, a big I, jumper. I think at weddings, most people are jumpers. Yeah. Right? It's just like you get in a big circle and you jump. Mm. What did you What did you think of the the my did you see my parents dancing because my mom has a real nice Jewish dancer which just goes like this a lot. <laughs> you noticed
1: that? Uh, I don't know that I paid enough attention right. to your mom to uh, to see what her dancing style was. But once you get a video done, I, I'd I'd love to watch it. All right, fair to enough. remind myself, I got the pictures. F- I got the pictures yesterday. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll see some video of myself dancing. I hope you do. I got pictures of myself. Uh, pictures of the wedding yesterday. I know you sent me a picture the other day. Oh, I did. You're with, right, the uh, Blando Dublino. And uh, <laughs> Blando Diblino, uh,
0: me and you. And it was a great picture. It was, a great, it was an awesome picture, man. Um, all right, let's get on the waiver wire, and then we'll talk some strategy going into this weekend. Let's do it. So we, we kind of alluded to it yesterday, and we said the waiver wire involves Mike Boone, Rashad Perriman, and then everybody else. That's not the case anymore. The case now, in my opinion, is the waiver wire involves Rashad Perriman and then everybody else. Ooh. Because Dalvin Cook... Maybe okay, evidently. Who knows? That's a big maybe, Greg. There's a question mark there. There isn't a question mark with Rashard Perriman. You came on the air yesterday, Frank, and you said, hey, I want whichever one is theoretically guaranteed more points. The guy that I could trust more, the situation that I could trust more. Right now, as we get to Tuesday night where you got to put in most of your waivers, that's clearly Rashard Perriman. If you had to rank the waivers, Perriman's very obviously won.
1: Yeah, I can't argue with that. And we basically came to that conclusion yesterday as well. Some, you know, rumors yesterday from Mike Zimmer that Dalvin Cook could be good on Monday Night Football. Uh, They're expecting him to try and give it a go. We'll have to see what happens throughout practice this week. Same thing with Alexander Madison, right? So, you know, when it comes to the Vikings and Mike Boone, you need two players to be out for him to really, really return that value. You know, even if one of them is out, he'll have a role, but... You know, not the same type of role, whereas both Madison and Dalvin Cook were out. At least with Perryman, it's really looking obvious that Chris Godwin is going to miss this week with a hamstring injury. We know that Mike Evans is already out, uh, and Brashad Perryman just dominated last week. So I think if you're asking me who is the top guy, I agree with you, Greg. I think that it is Brashad Perryman, and I think he is the safest safest player on the waiver wire to provide fantasy points this week.
0: By the way... You saw what Jameis said today, right? What did he say? Or la- or
1: oh, Greg, I tagged you in the tweet. Did you tag me in I the tagged tweet? you. Check your Twitter, Greg. I, ha- I had to tag you in that. I'm going to look. He right. walks in, and according to Greg Alman, There it is. I he see. says uh, to, you know how to O.J. Sure Howard and Cam Brate, Hey, y'all are going
0: to get the rock. Greg, would you like to apologize? No! <laughs> You know why? Because it's one last chance for O.J. Howard to ruin your season. No, 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 no.
1: One last chance. What better way for O.J. Howard to come full circle? Poetic justice, Greg. For O.J. Howard, who was the biggest tight end bust in fantasy football this year, to have a monstrous Week 16 and win people fantasy championships. Now, I can't think of a better way for him to go out. With a bang to end the season. Greg. I cannot wait until
0: Wednesday or Thursday when your tight end ranks. Honestly, I done. just want to pick him up. I just want to pick him up, Greg. Do it, man. I'm going down with the ship. It's gonna stop you. I'm going down. Okay. After Rashad Paraman, let's get into Mike Boone. Like we all, we agree, Rashad Paraman for all the reasons you mentioned. I am somebody that is lucky, lucky enough to own Mike Boone. It's very annoying because I now own three Minnesota Vikings running backs on my team. You should feel pretty happy about that, though. Guess you're right. If, is he next for you? He's like, it clearly Mike Boone next because now there is uncertainty surrounding what's going on there.
1: It depends what you need, obviously, right? You need points, man. If you need points, you need flex, you need a wide receiver, Chris Conley is available. I might take him over, Mike. Even though DJ Chark may play this weekend. DJ Chark may play as well. So, you know, those are two kind of similar situations here between Chris Conley and Mike Boone where their value is dependent on injuries ahead of them. But Chris Conley did just have eight targets D.D. Westbrook is not 100%. I think that there's a chance that Chris Conley could have value in Week 16 going up against the Atlanta Falcons, even if D.J. Chark is active for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So if you need a wide receiver, if you need points for sure, then I would pick up Chris Conley, Greg. And this is where I want to work the strategy conversation into it. If I have a higher waiver priority, or if I have more fab than my opponent right now, and my opponent has Dalvin Cook, I am picking up Mike Boone regardless because I don't want my opponent to get Mike Boone if they are a Dalvin Cook point. owner. Point. So at this point, not only am I looking at what can help my team, I'm looking at trying to block my opponent as well. And I feel like this fits right into everything that you do as a fantasy owner, Greg, because I know you are a cutthroat owner. You have done this in the past where you, you, know, you, you, ha- you yourself have picked up players to block others from getting them. So if your opponent needs a tight end, if your opponent needs a quarterback stream, a defense, whatever it might be, if you have players on your bench that you are not going to use this week and they don't have fantasy value because you don't want to drop someone obviously that, that your opponent can then pick up and use against you. But anyone that you're not going to use just drop that player and block your opponent from picking up players they might need and, and that's where I really wanted to work in the strategy conversation as well.
0: So I obviously agree with that. Anyone you're not going to use and you feel comfortable letting your opponent use you drop them. I agree. But nothing but, like
1: don't drop Odell Beckham, or something, or just
0: because you're not going to use that player doesn't
1: mean you automatically have to drop them because if they have value, again, you don't want your opponent to get that player. So,
0: again, it's more so you're just anybody that like stinks it's on your bench, you can drop basically. Yes. Like, is it time to no leave? Uh, yeah, Greg, I think it's over for Bo Scarborough. It's time to no leave. Terry huh? on Johnson
1: potentially back this week. He's been practicing the past two weeks. They're talking him up. He's saying that he wants to play. Wes Hills just scored two touchdowns last week, Greg. I think it's time it's no to no leave. No leave in Bo Scarborough.
0: In regards to strategy and players to drop, admit this, it's my own, you know, my own matchup. We told everybody three weeks ago, Frank. Now is the time you own every handcuff you can, because in the case of a Mike Boone and Alexander Madison, you needed them, right? Like it, it worked out. What about the players that didn't get hurt? Tony Pollard for Ezekiel Elliott, um, Latavius Murray for Alvin Kamara, Wayne Gallman for Saquon Barkley, right? Saquon's fine, Zeke's fine, Kamara seems all right. Can you? Dr- Does he though? Not from not that kind of all, right? Yeah, not from a production standpoint. No. So, knowing that those guys are okay, can you drop your handcuffs at this point?
1: I am not going to do it in the first waiver run because anything can happen throughout the course of the week. Someone can get hurt during practice. We've seen it over and over. All this guy pulls up lame during practice. He hurts his hamstring. He hurts his foot. This guy got tackled the wrong way in practice. Hurts his shoulder or something. Anything can happen. If you have a second waiver run going into Sunday and you really need a player and you or you want to block your opponent from getting a player in that second waiver run, that is the point where you can drop your handcuffs going into Sunday. But as of now, before we hit, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday practices, I do not want to drop my handcuffs just in case. Anything can happen here, Greg.
0: All right, so be careful with those handcuffs. Don't get a little trigger happy like I almost was this morning. <laughs> I, just really I had to, to talk
1: you down from the ledge here, Greg.
0: I just never wanted to stop believing that was the problem. It,
1: it's, all, it's all over.
0: All right, we'll take a break. Other people to pick up. What was your way? Next. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.
1: Time is up. My time is now. Welcome back to the Fantasy BFFs on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save ten percent on winning. NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash DUNK. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. Welcome back to the Fantasy BFS on the Sports Grid TV network. Shout out to Danny Oakers downstairs in the pit and the rest of the crew. Greg, you know I had these guys uh, play some championship themed music today sure, as we sure. head into week 16. Uh, guys, can you fire up the music again so, so Greg Sussman can get pumped up here? If that is possible. Yeah, There you go, Greg. You go.
0: <laughs> 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 hey, read this. Did you read this yet? I already read it. Good man, dude. There you go. You don't have to do anything today, Greg. I guess not, I'll just sit here. Do, uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. No, seriously, <laughs> <laughs> it's all yours. All right, so uh, let's get back into the waiver wire. As we said, we, could, we gotta find other people to pick up, other than Mike Boone, other than Brashard Perriman. We have to go obviously in different directions. So, Frankie, you mentioned Chris Conley. Well, what about different positions, right? Quarterback, in particular. Defense in particular, hell, freaking kicker. I don't know, right? Like, we got to find the edge. So let me go to the quarterback spot. You obviously haven't done rankings yet. But I'll just tell you the quarterbacks that are out there in my league, and then we'll use it as a representation of all the other leagues. Sure. All right. Josh Allen at New England. No, thank you. You're, but you're Mr. Josh Allen. <laughs> you love Josh Allen. Yeah,
1: I don't want to do it against New England. By the way,
0: against Baltimore, 10.7 in my league, 16.3 against Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, Pittsburgh, he was solid. He was adequate, but, man, heading into my championship week, we just saw that Patriots defense get their confidence back, their swag. Pick six from Stephon Gilmore. I understand it was against Andy Dalton, but you get that confidence back. I don't don't want to mess with Josh Allen here. Divisional matchup against the Patriots.
0: The legend of Matt Ryan, baby. Jacksonville. Matt,
1: Matt Ryan going up against Jacksonville. That might be possible inside of the Dome. Obviously, plays better at home. You can run all over Jacksonville, so they might have success with Devontae Freeman and uh, Brian Hill and Quadre Allison in the spot. What else do you have? He, he's on the maybe list
0: for now. the maybe list. Oh, I'll keep going down. Yeah. Phil Rivers. Oakland, maybe. You know, I want to like that, but, but you can't because he stinks. I liked
1: Philip Rivers last time he went up against Oakland, and that was. Uh, he went
0: 17 of 31. That was Thursday Night Football. 207 yards, three interceptions, two touchdowns. I remember it well because I started him.
1: Yeah, he had two touchdowns in that game in a four-point passing touchdown league, finished with under 14 fantasy points against Oakland. It's a good matchup. He's at home. He's been inconsistent. He's also on the
0: maybe. What else you got? All right. uh, I got some other guys I'm not going to start. Okay. Derek Carr and Jared Goff.
1: Jared Goff going
0: up against... In San Francisco. San Francisco 49ers. No, don't want to do that. Not going to do that. Okay. Jacoby Brissett was quite
1: bad last night, (laughs) (laughs) Frank. So... Normally, I would want to like Jacoby percent here against the Carolina Panthers, who have allowed at least 286 passing yards and two touchdowns to quarterbacks in three of their last four games. So they're allowing good production to quarterbacks, but sometimes you can't just look at the matchup. You have to look at the play of the quarterback and the team around him as well. T.Y. Hilton's still not 100%. Pass. What else you got,
0: Greg? All right, let's keep going here. Uh... Gardner Minshew Ooh. in Atlanta. Now This is an interesting like one, that. Greggy. This
1: one, uh, this one I feel pretty good about. Last week, Minshew finished as a top 12 quarterback, 201 passing yards, and it didn't light up the scoreboard, but two touchdowns, 27 rushing yards, seven-point dogs against the Falcons in Atlanta. I think we could get some points here back and forth. And the Jaguars haven't been able to run the football, Greg. Leonard Fournette has only got over 50 rushing yards once in his last six games. Kind of like Minshew, he's I the one that stands out to me right now. Should I keep
0: going? Sure. You can say no if you think we're. Just I,
1: I think the top two that makes sense right now is Matt Ryan and Gardner Minshew on that list.
0: I'll give you some other names: uh, Will Greer against Indianapolis. No. Okay. Um, Andy Dalton against the Dolphins. I want to like it, but no. Ryan Fitzpatrick against the Bengals. Oh, that I like. Like <laughs> that one. I like that too. Because, again, the
1: volume is going to be there for Ryan Fitzpatrick. They go. cannot run the football. Maybe against the Bengals they can run a little bit better, but the Bengals defense playing better as of late, but going on the road, play in Miami, I kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitz, Minshew, and Matt Ryan are the ones that stand out as of now. All right, there you go. You don't want to do Dwayne Haskins, Greg? No! The Giants. <laughs> I skipped
0: that one, but in all seriousness, somebody, uh, one of my friends is actually talking to me today, saying, why wouldn't you start Haskins against the Giants? Where does he fall? On this list, he
1: would be behind those three, but he would be ahead of. Would he really be? Would he really be ahead of Jared Goff? Yeah, against San Francisco. The other one you mentioned, uh, Jacoby Brissett ahead of him as well. I can't trust Jacoby Brissett and that Colts offense right now, the way that they are playing. Dwayne Haskins looked competent for the first time this past week. He was playing with confidence. He made plays against the Eagles in a good matchup. The Giants are a great matchup as well. Dwayne Haskins is home once again. I kind of like him in that spot. In a super flex league, you need a second quarterback. I like him more than Brissett. I like him more than Jared Goff. That's for sure. I like him more than Derek Carr,
0: too. I, I think he's like in the middle of that crew. I agree. But are you realistically <laughs> getting to him in that crew? Outside of a two-quarterback two, league?
1: Right. I, I can't play him in a one-quarterback league. There has to be someone better. I agree. That's
0: where I was getting to.
1: My quarterback. Would, would you rather use Haskins or Drew Locke? Because my buddy Constantine is asking in his super flex league. Drew Locke at home against the Lions. Who just a, got torched by Jameis. That's
0: a good one. Yeah. Good one.
1: Or Minshew. Throw Minshew in that mix. I said I, mean, I like I mean, Minshew. i use mean, Minshew. Okay. Oh, Minshew. Between I mean, Locke and Haskins. That's a good one? Locke at home against the Lions. Haskins at home against the Giants. I'll use Locke.
0: Yeah. I'll use Locke. It's
1: close. It is close. I think I like Haskins. Okay. So. That's fine. It is close.
0: Uh, my quarterback, in case you're wondering, Frank, is uh, Drew Brees in Tennessee. I love it.
1: Yeah. Obviously, you like him better at home in the Dome. Could be a little bit of a letdown game here after the, the huh. big four touchdowns. Exactly, But the way to attack the Titans' defense is actually through the air. Deshaun Watson just had a solid game against them. Uh, if it wasn't for that pick in the end zone, he would have had an even bigger game as well. You don't like that it's on the road, but we could see some points. I like Drew Brees more than anyone else that you named on that list. <laughs> All
0: right, that was the good Drew Brees. There you go. All right, should we go to tight ends next, Yes. Sure. All right, uh, at the tight end position, you mentioned O.J. Howard that you're buying back in there. Oh, ho, ho, ho,
1: ho. Greg, come on, man.
0: You're really not going to do it. You're really not going to do O.J. Howard. He's bro. actually not available in my league.
1: He's not available in your league. Look, the usage for O.J. Howard last week was great. He played 88% of the snaps. He was in on a bunch of routes last week on the, on the Jameis Winston dropbacks. He played more than Cameron Brait. He led the team with eight targets. He only had four catches for 47 yards. Actually, I'll give you the, uh, the routes ran here for OJ Howard. He had 28 routes on 44 Winston dropbacks. Cameron Brait had 19 routes. So he uh, ran nine more routes than Cameron Brait last week. And look, based on that quote that we got from Jameis and, and Greg Alman on Twitter, the Bucks beat writer, they need to throw the ball to someone. It's Perryman. It's going to be Justin Watson. Scotty Miller is banged up. James is saying he's going to use the tight ends, Greg. I believe him. I don't know who else he's going to throw the ball to. They can't run the ball effectively. They just threw the ball 42 times in a game they won by 21 points. I think O.J. Howard is in the mix as a streaming tight end. He's in
0: the mix with other guys <laughs> like Johnu Smith. Had a good game this past week. Who do you week. prefer, Greg? Hmm, I wonder. O.J. Howard or Johnu Smith? I think I prefer, oh, you're actually thinking about it, huh? I think I prefer O.J. Howard. No! No way! I don't know. We finally got him! I don't know. You don't want to do this. No. <laughs> I think I prefer O.J. Howard.
1: So, the thing with Johnny Smith is he's been just as inconsistent as O.J. Howard, That's right? the thing. There's
0: no rhyme or reason to Johnny yeah. Smith. The only reason he had a good game was because he had a 57-yard rush.
1: But he, he looked great on that play. He was a good I, rush. I, he looked like a wide receiver, honestly. He's fast. For a tight yeah, end, he's fast. He's really athletic. I would like to see the the Titans continue to get him involved. Uh, Jonu Smith this past week played 55 of 68 snaps. So he was in there a ton. He ran 26 routes on 41 Ryan Tannehill dropbacks. So ran a decent number of routes. He was on the field. You know, He caught all five of his targets for 60 yards. Uh, the Saints have allowed... Three touchdowns to tight ends over their last six games. Uh, I believe that's true. I hope I'm not <laughs> making that up. Because uh, I just wrote about John U Smith last night, Greg, on the waiver wire. Uh, yes, they have allowed three touchdowns to tight ends over their last six games. So it's a decent matchup. I think those are the two top guys, between John U Smith and O.J. Howard. And I would lean with O.J. Howard, personally. I agree. I think there's more pass volume there. I agree. You don't have to worry about a Derrick Henry getting a ton of... Before we hit the break, I got
0: work. I got one more name for you.
1: Uh-oh. What do you got?
0: Magic Mike Gesecki. Uh-oh. What are you going to do now? Gusecki against Cincinnati. The Bengals
1: have been good against tight ends, though, they they have they? have been, yes. Yeah, so they eighth are... Fewest they're allowing long. the eighth-fewest fantasy points to opposing tight That's ends. Right. That's right. I'm gonna ride with the matchups, which are better with the other two over Mike Not a second. I don't magic Mike! No, I I like him. If those guys are already on, which I highly doubt. But yeah, I do lean with John U. Smith and um and OJ Howard in this spot just because the matchups have been better. The Titans, you know, just allowed uh the, the Texans, excuse me. OJ Howard's going up against the Texans on Saturday. The Texans just allowed that sol- that big game to John U. Smith sure. with the big run. The five catches for 60 yards They have allowed some tight end production this year. Mike Gusecki, as much as I want to love the guy, this is going to be the guy next year. This is going to be like that draft darling. He's going to be like the Mark Andrews of next year. That's going to be Mike Gusecki. He had eight targets last week, but the Bengals are tougher on tight ends. I like the talent of Gaseki but give me Johnny Smith and give me O.J. Howard over Gaseki heading into Week 16. Greg.
0: Admittedly, I don't know what to do about Jack Doyle. Back with you here on the VFs, Frank Stample, Greg Sussman.
1: Greg, do you know what this song is? I believe I know what it is. I mean, yes. Fire. Got it. You're the best! In the movie, Greg. Hit you with uh, Austin Powers the other day. He did, yeah. I will uh, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. This was a, a very popular movie in the 80s.
0: Late 80s? Mid to late 80s? Your pop culture knowledge usually isn't strong. 85. <laughs> <'85. '85. laughs>
1: All right, so I was there. I was right on the button.
0: I don't know. Also- Karate Kid. Oh, right. Wax on, wax off, Are you- Sure.
1: You're the best around.
0: Love it. One of my favorites. Karate Kid or the song? Both. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I joked about Jack Doyle heading the break. I really don't know what to do about that, dude, man. Jack Doyle. Yeah, I mean,
1: I I think that that's a fair question, Greg. I mean... Yeah, I know, man. I'm dealing with it. Three of the past four games, he's been held under 28 yards. He had the one monster game against Tennessee, where he had six catches for 73 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. I think it's fair to have him in this discussion. You know, again, I haven't done rankings yet. I'm going to start diving in tonight, yes. but I imagine that Jack Doyle will kind of be towards that back end of the tight end one discussion, whereas the past couple of weeks he was, you know, very firmly a top 10, top 8 option. I think he's going to be more of the back end with some of these other streaming options with the Jonu Smiths and and OJ Howards and Mike Iseckis. I I think it makes sense to have Jack Doyle in that range,
0: so if you want to go in a different direction, I don't blame you one bit. I don't know, man. O.J. Howard's owned my league. Am I, really, I going to start Gusecki or John o. Smith over Jack Doyle? I think it's a crap shoot. I, I don't know.
1: I don't want to trust anybody in this Colts offense heading into week 16, Greg, except for Marlon Mack. Because they're going up against the Carolina Panthers. Anybody can run on the Carolina Panthers. I think Marlon Mack is due for a big game. I think the Colts, in general, are, are due for... I think they're getting back home. Yeah, so they, they were on the road for three of their last four games. They're getting back home here against Carolina... I don't know that the offense bounces back completely here, but I think the offensive line and the running backs will in Marlon Mack.
0: Well, hopefully the tight
1: end as well. So you're going you're gonna to continue to ride it out with Jackie D. just don't know another option, man. You don't, you don't have Johnny
0: Smith available or O.J. Howard? I don't know that Johnny Smith is, is better. I don't know either. Right? I don't honest. know. O.J. Howard's not available. But if
1: you wanted to make that swap, I can't blame you.
0: Well, sure. I agree. But it's not like a slam dunk. Like, I have to do it. You know? That is I, fair. I, I think. That I, is fair don't. to say.
1: Right. Um... Also, check to see if Jacob Hollister is available. Yes, 61% owned in Yahoo, but going up against the Arizona Cardinals. The first time the Seattle Seahawks played Arizona Cardinals, um, Will Disley either scored once or twice in that game. He definitely scored at least once, and we know tight end track records against the Arizona Cardinals. Check to see if Hollister is available, if he is by far the top ad at the tight end position.
0: Without question. Let's get to the defenses, Frank. Uh, A lot of different ones to choose from. Um, So I will run down a few, if I may. Sure. The Jets against Pittsburgh, and the Steelers against the Jets.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that makes sense. The thing is with the Steelers, I think they're already owned in a lot of leagues. They're good. Yeah. They're good. I do like the Jets, though, against... uh, Confirmed, Duck Hodges will start again in Week 16.
0: Going into last night, I liked the Colts this week, going against Carolina and Will Greer. The Colts' defense was... Very bad last night. Yeah,
1: but everyone's defense is very bad the in dome. the dome yeah. against Drew Brees sure. when a record is on the line. Everyone's
0: bad in that right. spot. Okay, so, so ba- I, I do like the Colts as you're well. You're backing on the Colts against okay. the Panthers. Yeah. Seattle against Arizona. they they're out there in many places.
1: Yeah, Arizona has been prone to turning the ball over. Kyler Murray specifically. I like Seattle, not as much as the first two you named. Okay. Uh,
0: what about um, Denver against Detroit? I like Denver as well. I- Denver's defense you has, Denver.
1: you know, shown some cracks the past month or so. But against David Blau, at home against at home, Blau they should yeah. be able to bounce back here. Okay. Yeah. I like uh, them as well. Washington
0: against the Giants, the Giants against Washington. I I, lo- I love Washington here. Love Washington. I love Washington here.
1: You know, their defense is playing well. They're averaging four point eight sacks per game over their last four games, whether it's Eli or Daniel Jones. It doesn't will be matter. Daniel Jones. It will be Daniel Jones. Yeah. He hold- yeah, not, not
0: announced, but like it will be. He holds
1: onto the ball way too long. He's been prone to get sacked, fumble. Uh he can make plays, obviously. He's made some really nice throws this year in his rookie season, but he's gonna take some sacks. There will be some turnovers. I like the way that Washington is playing. Although he, they just, you know, allowed like thirty points against the Eagles.
0: The first time they played against the Giants, uh, and they lost Daniel Jones' second start, they had two interceptions and two fumble recoveries. It's a pretty good game.
1: How many fantasy points did they have in that game? In my league, I assume it's it's close yeah. to the same. Nine. Nine. Okay.
0: That's okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. That's okay.
1: I do like them. Uh I would say out of the teams that we've mentioned so far. The Colts and the and Washington are the most
0: most interesting to me. You go. I probably. You know. What I'm probably gonna do. I just saw those team on my waiver wire.
1: The Chiefs against the Bears.
0: I have them right now. Yeah. I have the I Chiefs. Don't, I don't hate them either. I don't hate them either. Yeah. Hate them either. They're currently in my defense because yeah. uh, I started them in the snow last week against Denver.
1: Although this Hughes, game is on the road, it's in Chicago. The
0: Texans. Texans.
1: They're bad defense. You you love to go against against Tampa Bay. You James. know
0: he's going to throw the interceptions. Like I yeah. get it.
1: If you get a pick six out of it, he he's going
0: to put up a lot of points.
1: And I recognize doesn't that. have his weapons. I think I'm going to go Houston. You're going to go with Houston. Very bad defense, though. Oh, very bad. Very very bad. Very bad.
0: But it's Jameis. He throws interceptions
1: every game. Like I ah. Daniel Jones fumbles every game, Greg. That's true. Why do you pick up Washington if that's your I logic? Might, then I might. And they're getting, I'm telling you, like the pass rush has been there for Washington the past four games. They're averaging almost five sacks a game, Greg. Hmm. All, all right, I think
0: so I'm thinking between Denver, Washington, and Houston right now.
1: Yeah. My pick out of those three would be Washington.
0: Okay. Yeah, Maybe I'll do that. I'll put a, I'm going to put waiver claim for all of them. All right. We've um, done the defenses, we've done tight ends, we've done quarterbacks. Let me circle back to kind of where we began. Um, and that was a wide receiver, right? We said Rashad Perriman, uh, Far Away, your number one. We talked yesterday about Chris Conley on the show. Are there any other wide receivers outside of those two that you think you could pick up and obviously start this week?
1: Yeah, so I heard fantasy football frenzy talking about this. Shout out to Jim Day, Fantasy Taz. He mentioned oh, Greg shout out Ward. To Chris Venture? I mean shout out to Chris Venture, but I, I was I was shouting out I make sure you shout Fantasy out Taz. You because, shout out to Chris Venture. It's not nice not to. Because Fantasy Taz was the one who brought up Greg Ward. So I was, you know, shout out to you, Chris Venture. Shout out to you, Chris Ventura. The close up. you kind of a, you're kind of mean. You're not like, you're a shout out to George Kurtz. Shout out to George Kurtz. Shout out to everybody. Uh, shout out to the network, Greg. Shout out to SportsCare TV Network. What up? Teddy Covers coming up next what with Ralph up? Michaels. Live in Vegas, baby. I mean, shout out your producer. Danny shout out to, to Danny Oakers. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Fasano. Thank you. Who else is down there? Anyone else? Chris Pavona. Shout I'm out down to down Chris Pavona. Look at all the decorations in the studio. Hell of a job. Can I get the wide shot? Hell of a job, by at this. Looks beautiful. Look at this. It's beautiful. I've been talking about this for months. Why don't we decorate for the holidays? You know, you talk about it, but you don't do it. You're not wrong. And by I say we decorate, I mean, you know, Bavona. This
0: is great. I appreciate this,
1: Chris. There you go. You got some Hanukkah candy canes? Yeah. I can't even tell you the last time I've eaten a candy
0: cane. I feel like they're disgusting now. Really? I used to like candy canes. I think candy canes are all right. But I think now, being a bit older, I feel like it's probably just like full of sugar. And gross. You're not wrong. Right? You eat, do you I'm going
1: to the dentist later today, so I can't have any candy canes. So there's 90 calories per candy cane. I'm not i ca- I'm not a calorie counter. If you have Danny, noticed,
0: Danny, you are my health expert on the show. There's 90 calories per candy cane. Uh, 18 grams of sugar. Is that bad?
1: I mean, it's not good. It's, it's candy, though. I mean, yeah, it seems like a fair I, I really <laughs> I can't really tell you if candy's good or not. Seems, so I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kick back. So put probably my feet up a little bit. Greg, you let me know when you want me to talk about Greg Ward. Greg, it's your show, man. Here in week 16. It's your show. I can talk about Greg Ward now? You want me to talk about something? That was a really
0: roundabout way to get back to Greg Ward here. Do you, do you want me to talk about other things? <laughs> you want me to bring other things to mind? No.
1: I watched <laughs> Watchmen. Shout out to the yet. Fantasy Football Frenzy. My fiance wants to watch Watchmen as well. So.
0: Really? I told her, I told her, I'm telling you that. I told it's her, awesome.
1: I did say these exact words. Greg Sussman says it's
0: very good. It's awesome. You'll okay. really like it. Okay. You see, you see the movie? I did see the movie. I liked the movie a lot. I did not see the movie. And I Outside the movie. of, you
1: know, Michael Fassbender having to be naked in every single movie he's ever Oh,
0: seen. he played <laughs> Dr. Manhattan? Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
1: Greg Ward, everybody. Greg Ward is a solid pickup in Week 16. Last week, going up against Washington, they had nobody else to throw the ball to. And he saw nine targets in that game, seven receptions for 61 yards and a touchdown. Carson Wentz is not throwing the ball down the field because, A... He can't. B, there's no one to go down the field. Greg Ward is playing in the slot. They're going up against the Cowboys this week that have struggled big time against slot receivers. Last week, Cooper Cup scored a touchdown in the slot. The week before that, Anthony Miller scored a touchdown in the slot. The week before that, I believe Cole Beasley had the monster game on Thanksgiving against the Cowboys in the slot. They struggle in the slot. Assuming Nelson Aguilar is not back, Greg Ward is a solid, very solid flex option in PPR leagues this week against the Cowboys. And the other name, Greg, is Danny Amendola, who just had 13 targets, 8 receptions for 102 yards, and this week going up against the Denver Broncos. Tougher matchup, but David Blau not really taking chances down the field, not targeting Kenny Galladay for whatever reason. Um, they can't really get anything going on with the Detroit Lions offense. The one person he has looked to consistently is Danny Amendola. Yeah, D-A, Danny Amendola. Would you rather have Amendola or Greg Ward? If Nelson Aguilar is out, I would go with Greg Ward. I like that matchup against the Cowboys slot. If Aguilar is not out? If Aguilar is not out and is expected to play a decent amount, I will go with Danny Amendola. Because I don't know what Greg Ward's workload is. I don't know what
0: his role will be if Nelson Aguilar is back.
1: All right. To be honest. Okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the running backs now, okay? Yes, sir. So, we mentioned Mike Boone. We didn't really mention anybody else. Uh, I you notice that Miles Gaskin's is on this list. Why? Well, why not, Greg? Because. <laughs> Saw a massive increase the, in workload 48% of the snaps last what about week. What are the dominator?
1: Who? The dominator. DeMonte Sabonis? The intern. Oh, the intern? Yes. Praise uh, the Laird? Yes. He didn't look, good. He didn't look very good last week. How year. dare you? He didn't.
0: He's the dominator.
1: I'm just saying, if they're working themselves towards a 50 50 split between the Dolphins running backs, Greg, they're going up against the Bengals next week. If Miles Gaskin gets double-digit touches in that game, Rex Burkhead just scored a touchdown on like six carries. Tell me in which situation
0: in your fantasy finals you really want to th- know. You are starting Miles. You really
1: want to know? Yes, I do. I will tell you right now, please. In my home league keeper league, huh? I made it to the consolation bracket finals, which I know you love, Greg. <laughs> but if I win this, I get to choose my draft slot for next year. Big. this is how we keep people involved throughout the course of the season. You, and
0: you pick up my players? running backs. You pick are, players in the second waiver of
1: my running backs are Royce Freeman and David Johnson. No punchline. No joke. That's
0: real life. I would you start cons- Miles Gaskin are you o- on this team. Are you only in the consolation bracket My team is very bad. Because the other teams aren't updating their teams anymore? No, they are. <laughs> how are you in the how I won with 97 keep- points last week.
1: It's a consolation bracket for a reason, Greg. We're all bad teams.
0: Those running backs are awful.
1: Well, I traded away all my good players to get keepers for next year. And it's worked out. It did. I'm pretty pumped. I'm guaranteed at least the first or second pick.
0: Alright, so you're fine. It doesn't matter.
1: Doesn't matter. You're fine. I have Darwin Thompson, so I don't know.
0: All right. You got Miles Gaskin, like you said. Um,
1: I, I, but, you know, in a deeper league, Greg, you start two flexes. Miles Gaskin against the Bengals? No. I don't think it's crazy. uh uh-uh.
0: No. I can't wait till Miles Gaskin goes off this week. You, it'll probably be like Mike Oseki, you don't have two carries for 10 yards. No. Like that. Um, Boston Scott against Dallas here. Monstrous game uh, between the Eagles and the Cowboys here. Um, Boston Scott certainly is a, a backup to Miles Sanders. Would you rather have him or your boy, Miles Gaskin?
1: I would take Boston Scott, especially in a PPR league. He did have seven receptions this week. for sixty-five. He had 65 total yards, and that included seven receptions, played 45% of the snaps. And as long as the Eagles don't have any wide receivers, I don't really see that changing anytime soon, they're going to have to throw the ball to their tight ends, to their running backs. We saw Boston Scott get a lot of targets in this game, Greg. We also saw Miles Sanders get a lot of targets in this game. Uh, The Cowboys also allow the seventh most receptions to running backs this year. So if you need a flex in a PPR league, I think Boston Scott is in play in that format.
0: I agree that Boston Scott in a PPR is in play. I prefer him to, to, to Miles Gaskin. <laughs> I, I agree. All right. Uh, last player here. We talked about it a bit yesterday. We alluded to it when we were no, more, when we were no leaving. It was Kerryon Johnson, who may play this Sunday. And if he does, and you start him?
1: He's not an RB2. He is not a must-start running back. I consider top 24 running backs must-start running yep, backs. Absolutely. So he wouldn't be an RB2 for me. I think he would be in the flex discussion. If he is good enough to play, I think that he will see double-digit touches against the Broncos, could catch some passes here. They'll use him in the red zone. He's more of a flex play, not a must-start, Craig.
0: does he compare to the other two?
1: He is ahead of the other two,
0: assuming he plays. You know why? This is better. Yes, sure. We'll be back three questions in three minutes. Three questions, three minutes. Here to end the WFF, Frank. Question number one: You have ten dollars left of Fab. You're trying to get Mike Boone and Richard Perriman. How much do you bid on each? Do you go all in? Do you separate? How does that work?
1: I feel like this is a very personal question, Frank. I have not. my
0: I have Mike Boone already. I have less money than that, so me I just gonna bid on Perriman. It's nothing to do with me.
1: Okay, I would go, if you, if you really need a wide receiver,
0: I would just drop all the money on Perryman.
1: That's what I If you need a starting wide receiver or flex this week, I would go all of
0: it on Perryman. So if you need a flex this yeah. week, you go yeah. all in on Perryman. Yeah.
1: And obviously, I would look at how much money my opponent has, and that would factor in. Like, if they only have a few bucks left, just go more than that. Uh, but if you did want to give yourself a chance of getting both, I would probably go 7-3. Seven, 7 on Perryman,
0: 3 on Boone. Okay. Question number two. Will Adam Gase be the coach of the New York Jets next year? Yes. Very definitively. He will be. I'm so sorry.
1: Because the Jets are incompetent. And uh, Chris Johnson is running an organization. Clearly has no idea what he's doing. And he's already assured that Adam Gase will be back, and I believe him.
0: All right, there you go. Our final question of the day, it's question number three. Frank, do you believe the Giants will beat the Redskins on Sunday?
1: I believe the Giants will beat the Redskins on Sunday. What's the spread in that game as of now, Craig? I have no we have that yet? I'm sure,
0: we, I'm sure we do. I can find it in a moment.
1: Uh, will the Giants beat the Redskins? Love Dwayne Haskins. You're going to uh, Washington's defense. defense. Yeah, I mean I'm going to remain consistent. Um, there's definitely a chance the Giants beat them. No! Like I don't think that this is a like slam dunk no! that Washington wins for sure.
0: The but Washington I had football to- team is a two and a half point home favorite.
1: Yeah, give me Washington's money line. <laughs> I mean, I could see it coming down to the end of that game.
0: Washington by 2.5. Let's go! Chase for chase, baby. The chase for chase. Who wants to lose more? That's right. I'm pointing for those listening. Frank Sussman wants to lose in the fantasy football finals. This guy. Come up next, Wager Talk. Teddy Coverage, is Ralph Michaels. Frank, I know how much you love their information on a nightly basis. A lot of six games on the NBA slate tonight. Much college basketball. So those guys will have you covered, followed by Sean Guastamacchia and Drew Martin on At The Window.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you stay tuned up next. Get you up to date on everything you need to know for the betting slate tonight.
0: All right. So, for Frank Stample, I am Greg Sossman. Good luck on your waiver wire. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at everything you need to know next year's first round. We'll see how it's going. The plan is. We'll do that tomorrow. We hope. We, we hope.